This is The Structuring Podcast. Good day and welcome back. Terry War here and this is episode 61 of The Structuring Podcast. Today I want to cover the different ways that you can be taxed on the profit made when selling a property. Basically, there's two ways that profits on a property sale can be taxed, and that is either as capital, capital proceeds, i.e. as a capital gain, or as revenue. That is just taxed as pure income. So there's said to be two ways that you can own property, one on capital account and two on revenue account. Revenue account can be split further into two subcategories and it could be holding property as trading stock or it could be that you hold the property as a isolated profit-making transaction. So when you hold property on capital account, you're holding it as a capital gains tax asset. When that property is sold, if there's a profit, that profit might be taxed as capital gains. There's also various exemptions for the main residents involved, but if these don't apply, the taxpayer will be taxed as capital gains. And that can mean the 50% discount can apply as well, which will make the tax only payable on half of the profit. The 50% discount applies to individual owners and to trust owners. And it only applies where the asset has been held for longer than 12 months. Revenue account property, on the other hand, is taxed differently. It's taxed as pure income, and that's under Section 6-1 of the Income Tax Assessment Act 1997. There's also various differences with the deductions that can be claimed. For example, a developer might be able to claim interest on vacant land, whereas an individual on capital account cannot. So the, the benefits of being taxed on capital account are the 50% discount, the main residence exemption, but the disadvantage is if there is a loss, then that loss is in the form of a capital loss, which cannot offset other income of that year. It can only be used to offset other capital gains. The benefits of being taxed on revenue account are if you make a, a loss, that loss can offset other income. It's not really a benefit if you're making a loss, but that's something that's not available on capital account. Other than that, you, you'll generally pay more tax on revenue than you would on capital account. Another disadvantage of revenue account is that the main residence exemption cannot apply. And the ATO give an example in TD 92-135 about a builder who buys land, builds sells and just keeps repeating the process. If they're doing that, the land is basically trading stock. And even though they may live in the property long enough to qualify for the main residence exemption, because it's not held on capital account, they cannot get the main residence exemption. But that doesn't necessarily mean that every house a builder constructs will be on revenue account. It's only if they do it in a, a business-like manner with the intention of making a profit. So how do you determine which is which? Well, it's very difficult and there are heaps of cases on this. Basically, and very broadly, if your intention is to build or hold an asset for a long time to receive the rent, that's going to be on capital account. If you are buying and selling assets such as land, including developing that land, 
that's going to be trading stocks, pretty much no different than buying and selling widgets. The isolated transaction is where something is not quite trading stock, but you're doing it with the intention of making a profit on the sale. An example of that might be someone buying some land, perhaps their first piece of land, and then building a a house or a duplex and then selling it immediately. That is likely to be an isolated transaction and to be taxed on revenue account. That doesn't necessarily mean everyone who builds and sells will, will be doing it on revenue account. It could be that someone has built with the intention to hold a long time and then circumstances change and then they must sell or they sell for a variety of different personal reasons. So the the law in this area is a bit grey and there could be arguments for a person or a transaction falling in either capital or revenue account. So make sure you get tax advice and it's probably best to get tax advice before you even start doing a project. To read more about this, you can see my tax tips on the Property Chat Forum and tax tip 143, tax tip 157 and tax tip 334 all cover these topics. So don't rely on what I've said here. Just make sure you get tax advice and consider this just a broad, very broad overview. That's it for this week and see you again next week. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.